welcome back to the Hello World podcast, where I, your host, Tech Tracker, talk about tech news from the week. First, let's talk about United Airlines and their deal with Boom Supersonic to purchase 15 of the supersonic aircraft and an option to increase that order to 35. The deal is subject to change, as the jets haven't even been fully developed or flown, which leaves a lot of uncertainty, but Boom, Boom promises a lot from these jets. Boom says the jets can fly from New York to London, which is typically a seven-hour flight in half the time, and the same for LA to Sydney. Boom has revealed the XB-1 demo jet, which isn't fully finalized, and it's expected to take its first flight ever this year, and if everything goes right, uh, when released, it'll be able to carry 88 passengers and crew. The XB-1 um, flight in 2021 is expected to reach Mach 1.3, and the fully released version is expected to hit Mach 1.7 really, really fast. Uh, Boom claims the jets will have a net zero carbon emission and will run on sustainable jet fuel, but they haven't specified what kind of fuel or what other techniques they'll use to reach that level of sustainability. Boom does have some issues to deal with, one being noise. Currently, supersonic planes are banned from flying on over land due to the very loud noise it produces by breaking the sound barrier. And Boom is researching how to minimize that noise by changing the shape of the nose cone in a way which the noise it at is at its lowest. They also have to deal with safety. It's just there's a lot of aerodynamic issues that come in the way when flying a plane at that speed and especially with the way Concorde got shut down by a fiery crash in France um, they definitely have to look out and make sure everything's safe if everything goes well the jets will be commercially available in 2025 and will carry passengers by 2029 next let's talk about Apple's WWDC developer conference which will be hosted Monday June 7th um, and there's quite a few predictions and leaks. It is expected we'll see updates to Apple's operating systems, iOS, macOS, iPadOS, watchOS, tvOS, and potentially a new OS called HomeOS, which was a term that accidentally appeared in an Apple job listing, which is presumed to be an operating system for HomePod, Apple's smart speaker. It's kind of odd because HomePod currently is only a smart speaker there's no visual display and this might hint at the introduction of a smart speaker with a display kind of like amazon and google have done a new iteration of the m1 chip is also expected but in order for it to have the same greatness that the original m1 chip did it still has to have those huge performance benefits and that's not an easy thing to do with an already very good chip that's already very optimized. I think Apple will probably um, focus on the issues with M1 rather than trying to majorly improve performance. They still will a little bit, but it's going to be hard for them to get that same performance jump that M1 did. Um, so like the issues that M1 had were limited capability and demanding professional workflows, lack of multi-display support, um, port issues, uh, and many other, not many other, but some other features that bug customers. We might see these new Mac chips, which might be called M1 
M1X or M2, and an updated 16-inch MacBook Pro, a 27-inch iMac, and the Mac Pro, which Apple's definitely going to have to do something extra for because the Mac Pro is known for very high performance. Um, we also might see a new Apple monitor offered at a lower price compared to the, the five to $6,000 Pro Display XDR that Apple offers. Lastly, let's talk about WuDAO, a new um, AI model. So OpenAI's GPT-3 was typically considered some of the most powerful artificial intelligence on the planet with the ability to produce original text that was impossible to tell apart from human writing. Now, with over a year since its debut, researchers at the Beijing Academy of Artificial Intelligence announced their own model, similar to GPT-3, called the WuDAO 2.0, which not only matched GPT-3, but beat it tenfold in terms of parameters. So, GPT-3 was trained on 175 billion parameters, essentially parameters being data points it learns from. WuDAO 2.0 was trained on 1.75 trillion. And the interesting thing is WuDAO 2.0 was only released three months after WuDAO 1.0, the original version. And the research, the way they did this was the researchers developed their own open source learning system called FastMo, which made it more flexible to train and greatly sped up the process, allowing more devices to be able to work on training it. Um, before it was a very limited um, number of devices and it had to have a very specific um, set of features and technology. WuDAO is what's called a multi-model, which means it not only can generate original text, but also can create deep fakes, recognize faces, win at chess and other games, and more AI-based skills. One of the interesting ones was you can give a description, a text-based description of some sort of image, and WuDAO will generate a photorealistic image based on that description, which is mind-blowing. Um, and WuDAO definitely allows for many more capabilities than previously available. We'll likely see more applications powered by WuDAO in the future, and I think WuDAO will also bring um, potential to help make AI more accessible as it can be used in such a widespread way. That's all for this week. Make sure to come back next week for some more tech news.